Welcome back to the Hockey House Podcast presented by Selly Hockey Co. We've got episode 25 coming up for you, joined virtually by Glick and Fitz. I'm Murph. How are we doing, boys? We're fourth of the way to 100 episodes, eh? Quarter century. There you go. <laughs> Quarter of the way there, yeah. I'm doing good. How are you doing, Glick? You know, I can't complain. Just enjoying my last few weeks of, you know, time without any sort of responsibility. Murph is buried in responsibility. Right now. <laughs> so tough right now underestimated how long these uh these assignments were gonna take me i woke up this morning it's like history 102 there's a bunch of hockey guys taking it it was supposed to be like the easiest history class ever and the teacher's such a hardo and it's literally been like one of my hardest time consuming classes history 102 i had to write like two one-page essays and now i have to write a two-page paper and then they get bundled up for the final and not looking forward to that and then i got another one after that so uh you know happy to take a quick break and, and just talk some ACHA hockey with the boys from IU. We'd kind of planned this for a while now uh, after graduation, having Fitz's buddies from Indiana come on the show. It was great to have them. Awesome to hear from them and, and share their stories from IU. Fitz, we had a couple characters on, huh? Yeah. Scotty Berger, Will Patton, just two really, you know, down to earth guys, good guys, um, blue guys. You really, you need, you need them on the team and they're, they're big in the locker room and, I didn't necessarily like what they said about my sty at the end of the episode, but, uh, you know, it's whatever, but yeah. You're just going to have to wear that one, Fitz. I I am going to have to wear that one for years to come. I just won't be able to live it down, but no, great guys. They live together pretty much their whole four years there at IU. So you could just, you could tell, you know, how they get together, but they brought that same kind of um, camaraderie to the team and everything. So great guys, nothing but good things to say about them. Are those your uh, new new additions to the background here? You got both of your Indiana jerseys? Yeah, I figured I'd hang up the IU jerseys up there. Got the hockey house one over the, the other shoulder. Looking good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, without further ado, we'll just uh, turn it over and hear from the guys at IU. Like I said, awesome interview with the boys. We had Scotty Berger on and uh, Will Patton coming up next. <laughs> Joining us today on the Hockey House podcast are two of the very first people I met at Indiana University. We quickly became good friends as we experienced all the ACHA has to offer over the years, and we shared some amazing times, hard times, everything in between. I am honored and extremely excited to welcome my fellow defensemen and seniors, Scotty Berger and Will Patton to the podcast. Bergs, Patty, how we doing? Welcome to the Hockey House. Hey, I'm living the dream. Just happy to be here. I know Scotty just said this, but thanks again for having us on. Yeah. Pumped to have you guys on. I think it's funny. A lot of the people that we interview are either people that I go and find or I know or have some connections. So it's always nice. Like we had Sherm on earlier in the year and that was a good one. So looking forward to some more Indiana stories. We'll, we'll kick things off. We start every episode off with our welcome to the ACHA moment. But before we get to that, if you guys want to give a brief introduction to kind of how did you just ended up in Indiana? Why don't we start with you, Patty? I'm, I'm from Carmel, Indiana. So it's about an hour and a half up north. And um from Bloomington, Indiana. It was a school that I've always kind of grown up wanting to go to. My family's a big IU family. And honestly, I, I didn't really even come here with the intentions of playing hockey. I just came down here because I wanted to eventually go on to IU's medical school. It was somewhere close enough where if I needed to go back home for a weekend or two, um, I could. But at the same time for me, it was also far enough away where you know I could be what, independent or kind of on my own. And I just live my own life. So that's kind of what like brought me down here. Started playing hockey and that just made it even better. Made me even happier with my decision. What about you, Bergs? 
I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I grew up playing there. Like I played for the Rockets when I was little and then Central States. My whole entire family plays hockey. I have four brothers. So pretty much my entire life, I always knew I like, I want to keep playing as long as I could. Uh, a couple of my brothers ended up doing a little bit better than I did. They went and ended up just playing juniors like after high school. So I was doing Central State. I knew I was an ACHA guy, not a, not a, not a big time college guy. So I ended up taking a year off before I came to IU. Moved to South America, ended up playing roller hockey down there for a little bit, worked on my hands. And then I ended up at IU. I just wanted to go to the business school and I knew that they had a hockey team. And next thing I knew, I was deep in it and now I'm I'm done, which is pretty crazy, but it was it was a good ride. Flip it back to you, Patty. When you get to IU and and you're playing ACHA hockey, you know, obviously you didn't really plan on playing when you got there, but now you're in it and you're playing. What was your welcome to the ACHA moment? This was either our, it was either the first weekend or our first away weekend, freshman year. We were down in Louisville playing Louisville's hockey team. And, you know, I'm pumped up, nervous as hell. Just, I'm like, I don't know what to expect. This being my first game and all. And anyway, my, it was the first period. It wasn't my first shift. It was like my second or third shift of the game. Um, I'm breaking the puck out, trying to skate it out of our zone. And I just, I just get throttled into the boards and I'm out for the game, out for the weekend. My buddy that I drove down, he was a senior at this time. His name was Trent Kunis. He had to drive my, my car home because I couldn't lift my shoulder like past 90 degrees. I just couldn't move my arm basically. You know, I felt bad because my, my whole family came down to watch me play. I was like, hey, hey, mom and dad, this is my first college game. They drove like three hours down super pumped. And then they just come down to watch me get laid out on the boards. Cause my, I probably was playing heads, heads down hockey. So, but yeah, I, I got up and I was just like, damn, like live and learn, I guess. Like, welcome well, to the ACHA show. Yeah. That's college hockey for you. How are you? Bergs, what about you? What was your welcome to the ACHA moment? For me, mine was before we even played a game. Like coming in, my brother played club hockey. They had their own locker room. So that's kind of, I was expecting think we'd have like, you know, something nice. And I remember we went to our first tryout. Our rink was still closed in Bloomington, Frank. And we had to drive like an hour to, to Columbus, Indiana, where the locker rooms are like literally 20 feet by 20 feet. And I'm like, I'm a little nervous. I'm not really sure like how everyone's going to be. I'm not even sure like how it's going to work with making the team and everything going on. And I like get there. I'm thinking I'm going to sit in the locker room. I like sit down. Next thing I know, one of the older guys was like, no, nah, man, like you got to, you got to go get dressed outside. We're going to do it in here. So next thing I know, I'm like pretty much in the lobby throwing on my gear. I had like go in the bathroom to put my jock strap on from that point on. I'm like, all right, this is, I guess this is where we're at. Just me sitting <laughs> in the lobby getting dressed. Very humbling experience, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the crazy things we do for hockey. Exactly. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Before we hop into some of the other questions, I want to just say really quick, me and Scotty B, our, uh, our paths crossed. We didn't, we didn't find out until I think like this senior year of college, we played each other in St. Louis uh, for nationals. I don't know what year that would have been, but we played each other and we, we found out because I put a TikTok up of this play where I made, like, you know, I made a good pass and I get slashed by some defenseman like after the goal and Scotty B Berg's over there. He texts me the, it was, it was like a few months ago. You 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 text me and you're like, dude, that was me who slashed you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I remember watching that. I was like going through your TikToks and I see that. I'm like, oh, like that was a pretty sick move. You like did a bunch of spin moves. You're just like normal moves. You're all shifty. And then I see my like lanky ass. So slow back then. And you absolutely just walked me. 
you walked everyone in. I'm pretty sure you guys scored. Yeah, and you slashed me right after the goal. And I remember I was just like, fuck. And I just slashed the shit out of you. I was watching. I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> and then, Patty, first time I met you, it was you saw the showcase that I was wearing, and you came up to me with IU Auditorium. And you're like, hey, I played in that. Yeah, and, for, um, you played with uh, Team Illinois. Yeah. yeah, you were on Indiana. I remember that, like, per- perfectly because my mom like answered some question i remember from the professor asked a question he was handing out like these crappy gifts but your your kid had to like stand up and get it and i remember you and me were just like complete like we didn't know where our parents were sitting but i like leaned next to you i was like dude that's my mom he's like you go you're like dude you gotta stand up like you gotta go get that thing like i don't want to (laughs) it was so embarrassing that was the first time i met you like this kid's gonna think i'm such a weirdo Aside from that, let's uh, let's jump into some more ACHA focused questions or just college, I guess, in general. First off, just why did you both choose to go to IU? Burgs, we'll start with you. For me, it was it was the business school. I, I was in between Miami of Ohio, Miami University, and then Indiana. And I honestly, before I took my year off, when I graduated, they said I was going to Miami. And then I like reapplied to Indiana again. I like couldn't say no to the business school. Plus, I came to visit and one of uh, my like friends from home was here and I had like the best weekend of my life. And I was like, all right, well, I guess this is where I'm going to go. So, but it was mostly the business school. Tried to get a job. For me, my like number one, like dream school, I guess was Notre Dame. And so I really was trying to go there. I applied to IU. So IU kind of was like my, call it my, my safety school. Cause I, yeah, I was pretty positive I was going to get in. And like, I, I kind of mentioned this like a minute, minute or two ago, but you know, I'm not a huge, I didn't really have a desire to travel far for college. So I picked IU cause yeah, it is close to home, but it, it's still not right by my house. So like, it's still away from home. So kind of had like the best of both worlds, at least in my, in my eyes. So that's kind of what influenced me to just stick with it and roll with it. Um, what are you guys going to miss most about IU hockey? My biggest thing is just being with the boys. I know that's like the most probably cliche hockey statement ever, but our team, just like our team chemistry that we had, we we were just always together. Even if we weren't playing hockey, you know, always together at the hockey house, just shooting shit on the roof and lawn chairs, just chilling. And that's, that was, that's my like biggest thing that I got from hockey. Yeah, the hockey's fun, but... You know, I would not have gotten a friend like Scotty or Fitz uh, if I didn't play hockey. And it's just going to be, it's going to be weird transitioning into the, the real world, I'll call it, without having that, you know, that team, team aspect. Didn't you get on barstool slingshotting beers on top of the hockey house? We did. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'll talk about that for a second. It was me, Sherms, Jack Peniel, Thomas Ambrosia. So a bunch of fellow alum. And we saw these like three chicks that were sunbathing on their roof like three or four houses down. And, you know, I wasn't really paying attention, but, you know, Sherms and TA were like, yo, dude, we got to go talk to these chicks. And we're all just like, you know, man, we're not leaving this roof. So like, you got to figure out how we're going to talk to them because I'm way too comfortable and content right now. And for whatever reason, Thomas goes, Ambrosia goes, dude, I have a slingshot. Let's just start slinging some beers over there. I just was like, that is the worst decision I've ever heard in my life. But that didn't stop them. And we fired i think it took us four beers the first three went over the house one of them we heard hit like the side of a car door one of them like rocketed down like a block farther down than what we wanted to so long story short this was a horrible idea but the chicks finally caught a beer on the fourth the fourth slingshot and we just went crazy and that was the video that that made it on barstool just a little extension on that that next day me and my roommate 
freshman year, made it on barstool again. And my parents called me that next day. And my dad was like, I can't believe you made it on barstool. Like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, hey, dad, sorry, I'm having fun down here. It was just it was just a funny two days, like mainly because of the whole barstool thing. I mean, it was hilarious. I've got a couple comments on here. One, how have we not seen that video yet, Fitz? How have we not posted that? <laughs> and, and why didn't Sherm tell us about that? My second thing, I can relate to you, Patty, because my biggest fear is that I'm going to wake up one morning and my parents are going to see a video of me on Barstool Cues. Luckily, nothing I was doing was like too um, illegal illegal or like revealing. You know, it was just, just guys being dudes, just slingshotting beers to chicks on three houses down. You're definitely going to have to get fist to show you that video. Scotty B, what about you? What are you going to miss most about IU hockey? I, I'm kind of on the same boat. I miss all the guys. But I would say um, something that, like, I don't know if you can really match was I loved how, like, close we'd all get when we'd be, like, cramming in to, to the Frank for, like, a game. when It'd be, like, a, a big game for us. But clearly we'd have no fans. I loved, like, the camaraderie that we'd have on the bench. The stupid shit that we'd say. I remember Herps used to like yell vegetables at people. Like people did the stupid, we did dumb stuff, but I'm just going to miss like the, like the laughs and like just a very serious game next week. You know, we got somebody on our team yelling bullshit, but I think that's what I missed the most. Honestly, I loved playing at the Frank just because I'm, I'm not that fast. So, and it was so small. It just worked out great. You can just tell when, when a rink's called the Frank, that it's a barn. You don't name a nice rink, the Frank. Yeah, I would, it's like it like barely is classified as a rink. I think honestly, the it's, roof is so low. If you walked it, if you saw a picture, you would think that like you could touch yeah. like the the bars above it. It's so, it's so small. You couldn't flip the puck anywhere. Mm-hmm. So once again, it worked out great for me because I was just big <laughs> and slow, just throwing the body around. And then we'd go play at like an Olympic sized rink somewhere. I I forget what team has it, but Toasted. and then I would yeah I would just. I damn near like would go to my coach and say, Hey coach, I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to this game. Too much ice for me to cover. We've brought it up before that you could probably fit two Indiana ice sheets inside Illinois pond. I think, yeah. I think we've already settled that that would actually work. So is it fully set in for you guys just that, you know, you won't be wearing the IU cream and crimson next year. I know for me, it just doesn't really seem real yet. What about for you guys? I mean, yeah, I mean, it really hasn't hit me, kind of like how graduation hasn't really hit me yet. When we found out or our hockey season was canceled, at first, I don't know, I didn't like hurt too bad, like right away, you know, because I was just like, hey, I've been playing hockey for 16, 17, 17 years. But on like that third day after our season got canceled, that's when it hit me. And I was like, damn, man, like I've, I've literally played hockey for 17 years of my life. I'm used to skating every week, games on almost every weekend, you know, all this practice stuff, hanging out with teammates. Once it hit me, I mean, it was, it took me like probably about like four or five days to kind of, I'll say, get back to normal. But I mean, it sucks. I'm definitely going to be a, a beer league all star. I can probably promise you that. But it's not, it's just different. You know, you're not going to get that same competitiveness, I think. That's probably the part that hasn't hit me yet is like, I'm not going to be able to have that competitive aspect in my life like that hockey gave me. Trying to say for me, it's hard to believe when you're that close since you're practicing like, you know, twice a week, like everyone gets really close. I remember the day we found out. It hit me almost right away and I was pretty rattled. And then it's starting to sink in now. But I think that in like a year when I'm working as an accountant, just being a nerd, it's going to kind of hit me like, wow, like I could be playing hockey right now. But honestly, the biggest part for me is I'm just going to like miss like the competitiveness. I would say sad to think about. Other than being with the boys on the road, what was the best part about traveling on the road? And what was the worst part about traveling on the road? 
Honestly, I think the best part would be when we would have like our downtime, we'd get some asshole team who'd be like wanting to play at like eight o'clock on a Saturday when like we just want to go home and like drink. So we have to do this like crazy downtime where we would be like dropped in a mall for five hours. And I remember I had like so much fun just doing the most random things. And then the worst part I would definitely say would be our drive home because every single person would want to just like teleport so we could be back as all I'd I'd just sit there and like look at my phone the entire time and have so much FOMO. I I just, I loved the, the downtime in between games. We'd do the stupidest shit, go see movies. So mine, mine's kind of similar to his. It's technically being with the boys, but I'm going to expand so it's not that simple. So as we're during those off times where like literally our bus driver just drops us off in the middle of nowhere and he says, hey guys, all right, I'll be back in four hours. Make sure you're here. And, and then we just go and, you know, we all kind of split up. Most of the time our team just, we'd walk into the food court first and all sit down. We did a bunch of bullshit in random shopping malls, which that was that was probably one of my favorite parts, just walking around. You know, we have our like zip ups on, feeling like we're big time hockey players. And everyone's like, oh, what are you guys here for? And like, you know, we just bullshit with them. And like, yeah, we're actually, we're like IU hockey team. We're playing this weekend. Out of their face. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, like, are you guys like club team? And we're like, we kind of like fade that question and just kind of move on to the next question. And they're like, no way. Like, that's so cool. And then we'd eventually they'd find out because they just look it up. But anyway, my favorite specific part of like being on the road is a thing we do called shoe checks. And so whenever we were traveling, either if we're sitting at a mall, at a movie theater, at a restaurant, whatever, if your shoe gets checked, um, which essentially means someone has to pour a dipping sauce on your shoe without you noticing. So if that happens, we'd like, hey, man, check your shoes. And if there's like ketchup or mustard or mayo on his shoes, he has to stand up on his chair in the middle of where, whatever restaurant we're at at the moment. And you get to pick your own song and you have to just sing it out loud. And the team judges if it's a passable execution of the, the song. So if it's too soft, this, like we'll make a guy, we'll make the guy keep going until he stops and, or until he sings it loud enough. And I don't know, that was, I always thought that was funny. I, I remember my first shoe check and I like, was so nervous because I was like a little freshman. I was like, it was like the third or fourth weekend of the season. And I was like, guys, come on. Like, I don't want to do this. What'd you go with for a song? I'm pretty sure it was fireworks by Katy Perry. Yeah, it was, it was a banger. Um, after I did, I got, I got really in it. I was in a B-dubs, probably way too many wings than I should have eaten that night. So a lot of, a lot of thoughts going in my head as I'm singing that song, but it was definitely fun. My worst part about traveling on the road is yeah, it's just the whole, like, the ride home. Because sometimes, or at least early on, like, freshman, sophomore year, we didn't always have buses. And so we would, like, just carpool. We, you know, we'd get guys. Like, Scotty was always in my car with Steven Gazer. And, you know, sometimes we could fit a fourth guy. But because we didn't have buses and I had a car, you know, we just piled in my car. I drove the games. Scotty helped drive back, too. But, I mean, some of our games got over at midnight or 1230 and it was a four hour drive home. So there were multiple times that we pulled back into Bloomington at 4am on a Sunday. You're, you're pulling back into campus and people are stumbling out of Roy's and you got your hockey bag over your shoulder. We would have our practices at like, what was it like 1030? Yeah. 1030 on and, Thursdays. And when we'd have to go to Columbus, we'd like get done with practice. We'd rush back as fast as possible. I remember. And we'd have like Will going like a hundred miles an hour on a windy road. <laughs> just so we could get back because our friends would be so blacked out by the time we get there. <laughs> so we'd have to just, just so we could see everyone stumbling around and, uh-huh. and get some laughs in. It's hilarious. 
After four years of ACHA hockey, what would you say is your funniest memory? This is kind of, this was like my funniest, like in-game scenario that I've ever been in my life. And I've told this story, like probably I tell it at least once every two weeks. Cause I think it's hilarious. Um, so we're playing in an outdoor game. We're playing against Penn state. Yeah. We're playing at the Rosemont shopping mall in Illinois. It was like a showcase kind of deal. Um, like big 10 showcase. So like all the big 10 club teams were there. This Penn state team we were playing, they are kick ass. Like they were good. We were on the PK. I was out there. Me and Scotty like started the PK out. We were killing this penalty and Scotty got off. He changed at the right time. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to stay out here for a little bit. And little did I know that I would be out there for like three and a half more minutes. And I know I'm sitting down, so you guys can't really tell, but I'm a bigger guy. I'm not built for endurance. I'm strictly built for short bursts of strength. So I'm out there for three and a half minutes. I see our guys dump it down or, you know, like we're moving it into their zone a little bit. So I was like, hell yeah, my, my, this is my time to change. And as I'm going to the bench to change, something happens and they're, they're breaking it out of the zone, their zone again. So I'm in my head, like I'm literally out loud going like, shit, 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 shit. Like I can't, like I can't change now. And the whole Penn State bench heard me say that. And their whole bench just started cracking up laughing. Like even their coaches were laughing their asses off. And then like the whistle blew and their coach like leaned over the bench. He goes, 12, man, what's wrong? Are you tired? And I was like, yeah, coach, I'm fucking tired as hell. And then after I said that, like their whole team just again started cracking up. I was like, hell yeah, like we're friends now. I don't know any of you guys' names, but apparently you think I'm funny. And they were staying at the same hotel as us that weekend. And so they saw me like walking around by myself. I like went up to, I just like gave them like one of these, like I just waved to them in the hotel lobby one day or one night, you know, we just started talking. It was such a good experience for me just because I was like, dude, I would have never talked to you guys if you guys didn't hear me freaking out about how tired I am. And they just, I don't know, they thought it was hilarious. And then, sorry, one more story. Forget who we were playing here, but kind of a very similar situation. I was tired as hell trying to get off the ice. I think we were like beating this team 1-0-2-0. We were like giving it to them the whole game. Their players were hating us. And I'm by their bench on a face-off. And one of the players like leans over, hits me with a stick and goes, hey, 12, you need a donut? And I look at him and I was like, yeah, I would love one. Like, let me know if there's any around here. And like the guy had, it was at a loss of words. He like did not know how to like come back to that. Like their coach, even like mid mid face off before they dropped the puck, their coach like patted me on the shoulder and he's like, 12, that was a, that was a fantastic response. And I was like, I was like, thanks coach. Appreciate it. And then kind of the same thing, like the whole bench started laughing, like the Penn state guys. And I was just like, like, this is ACHA hockey. If I've ever seen that. For me, I'd say my funniest moment, almost even a weird moment. We were going to play in Kentucky and that like, have, have you guys played there before? I haven't played there, but I have a buddy who plays there. So I know all about it. So it's like, it's, it's nuts. So like, you think I'd tell a story about that. We're like on our way there. I, I think I was like on the like exact board at that time. So I was up in the front talking to the bus driver and he's like, yeah. So like, here's the thing. I know I'm your bus driver and everything, but like my main job, what I'm like really passionate about it is magic. I'm like, what? He's like, I love, I love to do magic shows. And I really, really like it if I could come do a magic show for you. So we went in like the locker room of Kentucky, which is so shitty and so small. And we packed in and this, I, I don't know if I would even say it was funny, but it was just so fun. We ended up losing, unfortunately. So <laughs> probably wasn't the best idea. But we uh, like set up a table. We got him a table. We got him like some like towels to do his thing. And he did like, 
a 45 minute magic show mm-hmm. for the entire team. I still like to have <laughs> videos on my phone and I go back and rewatch it. It was so random, but so funny at the same time. Cause we had no, we were like, what, what is going on right now? <laughs> Why is this guy a bus driver? It was, it was just incredible. But I, I remember every single person just cracking up the entire time. Awesome. Seen, and we were like, like we, we would happening? like freak out, you know, he'd do a trick and like, the, he was actually doing like, like actual, pretty, like, pretty good magic tricks. Like no, not like elementary shit. But he would do something. He would do a trick and finish it. And, like, all the boys in the locker room would just erupt and, like, go crazy. And, like, we were having so much fun. Our bus driver was probably having one of the best days he's ever had doing magic. And he was just loving it. And, like, the vibes were great. I mean, everyone was just having a good time. It was, it was awesome. Never would have thought I'd be attending a magic show by a bus driver before a hockey game. Nothing like a pregame magic show. I'm pretty sure we actually won that game. We lost the first one. That was because we didn't first, play. I like that was the first game, though. Was, was it? Yeah, I think he did it because he got us there early. Oh, uh, maybe. Right, we lost one of these games. Yeah. I just remember we lost the one game because we sat like we sat of our best players. So. <laughs> I can say it now because he can't sit me now. <laughs> we had our I-Core finals ever after our like finals. Like it's the longest thing ever. Or we turned our case in that day, but it was this huge thing where. Everyone goes to the bar afterwards. And I'm like, we got fucking practice at 1030 at night. And our exam, like kind of ran into that time. So I told our coach, I'm like, I'm just not, I'm not going to be able to kind of practice. He's like, well, like if you can, you should try to come after. He didn't tell this to me, which is my loophole. <laughs> he told the other guys, if they didn't show up, they were going to get sat. At first he's like, all right, all three of you guys are sitting. None of you showed up. We all had gone to the bar on the bus. I'm like, Hey coach, like I'm not trying to question your authority, but. I literally told you I wasn't coming to practice. You didn't tell me anything was going to happen. So he let me play. And he, then he sat our two best forwards. And then we didn't make playoffs by like 0.00001. I guess, I guess, look who got the last laugh. What was your guys' favorite place to play? My, my favorite place was probably, uh, probably Kentucky. Very electric crowd. But they were also like so tightly packed together. Like when walking out on that rink, it was, it felt like we were like playing in like an actual like professional stadium, just the way the crowd was handling it. People were packed like sardines standing room only in some places. Like it was just cool. And I just love like walking out and seeing like a bunch of middle fingers to our team. Cause like we walked out <laughs> by the, right by the bleachers. So everyone's just like talking their shit to us. And I don't know. It was, it was, it was definitely electric and it was especially felt good beating, beating them that Saturday game. And that, well, first of all, we played in that outdoor tournament, which was sick. That's like one of the things you like to read about mm-hmm. when you grow up. But in terms of like an actual place that we'd go to, I would have so much fun when we'd go to Adrian because like that's all their school has is hockey. I'm pretty sure like they just do hockey. Mm-hmm. And they have like this. Remember how they had the bar right above our bench? Yeah, we were getting like spit on. It, yeah, they were like, oh, shit. They, I- they would set it up so like the guys can literally like they direct are directly on top of you. And we, they, we would just get ridiculed and we ended up winning those games which is even better because they were so much better than us <laughs> and, and then still don't make the playoffs yeah but I, had so, <laughs> I had so much fun playing that place because i would just feed i would feed off the chirps that i get from the from their crowd and then like if i went out there like made a big hit i would like try to chirp them back i would i would have so much fun that place is absolutely electric and then which team would you say was our biggest rival i'd say probably cincinnati or louisville honestly louisville i think in my opinion just because that's what Those I, that's games what would get so chippy. Even when we weren't that good, which was like for the first few years, we would still somehow always play them close. Mm. So I would definitely say them. Plus, 
I just kind of hated them when I was playing. That's, I mean, sorry for repeating, but yeah, I'm going to go with Louisville too. I personally think like Louisville is like, other than maybe us, um, I think Louisville is like a very stereotypical ACHA team. And I think that's why like one, we were maybe able to beat them, but two, like why they also were our rivals because, you know, they did have some good players, but you know, they played that hard physical game hockey. And, you know, once you bring in like higher level of physicality, it's going to obviously make players talk more shit, get mad, start going at each other. And I just, every, every game against Louisville, I just felt like it was like a, like an MMA UFC fight. Most of the time, that's what it turned into late in the game. What would be one piece of advice you would give to any incoming freshman looking to play CHA hockey? Find a way to have fun, no matter what. I remember we, when I first came, like our team was so bad and I would get so frustrated. Like I'm a pretty happy guy, but out there I'd get so frustrated. I'm like, and it was so hard for me to enjoy like playing hockey. I'd worry so much. We were like 75% done with the season. And in my head, I was like, I was having fun, but at the same time I was like getting so upset where I actively just told myself like, I'm going to have fun no matter what. After a game, like during the game, I'd be really into it. And then I like made the switch that anytime when I was done, I'm like, I'm not going to let it hinder anything outside of hockey. Like I'm not going to not go out with my friends because we lost a game or something like that. So I think if you just remember to have fun, it makes it a lot more enjoyable. I know I had so much more fun after I kind of had that realization. Yeah. And Scotty kind of helped me come to that realization. I remember like the back of my hand, like I can relive this moment right now, but going to go back to the, um, another game that we were playing in that outdoor tournament in Rosemont, Illinois, we were playing Iowa Hawkeyes and Basically, I, I was trying to move the puck to Berg in our zone and I scored on, I like just, my hand slipped on down the stick and I scored on our own goal, five hole. Just to clarify, he, he <laughs> buried, <laughs> he buried on our goal. It was a full on <laughs> shot. It wasn't like a tap. He buried one in that. Yeah. Corner. And so obviously that happened. I think we lost that game by one. That made me feel really good about myself. But after the game, you know, I was pissed off and shit and like Scotty came out to me and he's like, I don't know exactly what he said, but he was like, Hey man, yeah, that was pretty bad. Like what you did, but just have fun, man. Like forget about it. And like that little word, like, or that little like uh, encounter that I had with them, I was like, yeah, dude, you know, you're right. And then like for the rest of like two years of hockey that we had left here, that's kind of how I took it. Like we took games seriously and stuff, but like, I mean, me and Scotty would literally talk in Spanish to each other on the ice sometimes. Just, That's true. And we talked to other teams and just freak the other players out because they're like, why are these guys talking in Spanish? He kind of brought that mentality for our team. Honestly, like, I think that's why we got exponentially better in the four years that we've been here. Cause it went from people being like freaked out and tweaking about, you know, being too serious or mm -hmm. all that stuff to saying, you know, I just want to have fun. And, you know, there is something to say that if you work hard, play hockey and, you know, play competitively, play the right way, like, like have fun. That's the biggest thing I, I would give advice to. Now that you guys are, are wrapping up at, at IU, what are your plans for uh, after college? I'm moving to Denver, get involved in the accounting life. I'm working for KPMG. So I'll do that for a couple of years. I'm excited. I'll go skiing a bunch and, uh, and count some beans or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of my plan right now. I got to take the CPA this summer. And then off to Denver, see where that takes me. And then I'm uh, I'm taking the MCAT on June 18th coming up. So positively thinking that, you know, I'm going to go to med school. Um, I'm taking a gap year this year. So I wouldn't start med school until 2022. 
So we're just going to see what happens with that. And the gap year, I'm just going to get some internship, hopefully. Just kind of see what happens. I'll, you go to IU then, Patty, for med school? Um, I want to. It's like crazy competitive. It's so much more competitive than I thought. I'm probably going to end up applying to like eight or nine med schools. And then it's just going to come down to, you know, if I get accepted, I might have to go like a decent ways away because mm-hmm. it's, it's just very competitive, especially with COVID and everything. Wrapping up here, boys, you know, obviously Fitz is on with us every week and, you know, we don't necessarily get to see the, the real Fitz, but now that we got some, some IU boys on here, what were your uh, first impressions of Fitz like when you, when you saw him at tryouts? I vividly remember the first time I saw him on the ice. He goes, Fitz, I'm not going to lie to you. You had some tough style. I know. That's what everyone tells me. I didn't even know style was a thing until I got to like Indiana. People are throwing their uh, like equipment on and I'm kind of like eyeing up the competition. (laughs) Uh, I remember, I forgot who it was. There was one kid, he ended up not even playing, but he like looked like he'd be really good. And I'm like, that guy, that guy might be pretty good. Then I looked at Fitz, I'm like, Wow, like is this like what are we doing here? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, what is this guy did? Like, there's no way to hockey. And then he gets out on the ice, and I was sitting on the bench watching, and he picks up the puck from me. I think we we're playing in Carmel. Yeah, yeah. It was like a it was like a, a captain yeah. skate. And he picks up the puck from behind the net and he just started zooming. He like dangled through like two kids, did like a he put like it through a kid's leg, this spin move around him. My jaw dropped. I'm like, like, what the, what the fuck was that? And at first I'm like, this kid's going to be such an asshole. Like, look how cocky <laughs> is spinning around doing these moves. I'm like, God damn. And then after the, after the skate, I started talking to him. And as you guys know, Fitz is like literally the nicest person I've ever met. 100%. 100%. And so I'm like, damn it. I, in my head, almost like, <laughs> God, I wish he was actually an asshole. So like, I could hate him for him being that much better. <laughs> But, oh, my God. He was so – he's so shifty out there. It's just absurd. I know that these guys won't know him. Um, Everett, RL. Like, I, that's how – I looked at you and RL both, and I was like, there's no way these kids, like, are good at hockey. And then literally the first time you guys you guys stepped on the ice, and I was like, damn, like, very good. And then, you know, at first, like, I feel like we were all kind of like this. Like, we were all, like, a little shy with each other. But, you know, once we got closer to each other, we, we found our, our the true selves, our true friends. My, my funniest like thing to say about Fitz, I guess, is just in practice or we're out on the, out on the ice for a game or something. He'll, he's just yelling random, random shit. Like it doesn't even, it's not even hockey related all the time. Like he'll literally just stream just like, ah! and like, just go up to people and just like, I don't even know. I, I can't, I can't explain it. Just a bunch of random words and people bring the energy. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what he does. And when we're playing a game against another team, the other team will just be like, dude, like, shut up, dude, like, get out of here. And then, you know, they'll, like, try to talk shit to Fitz, and then you literally blink and then open your eyes, and Fitz is going coast to coast, and he, like, just scored, like, a filthy backhand goal. He, the best part about Fitz, he, did, he doesn't even, like, talk talk back to him. He just, like, skates back to him. He'll, like, give him, like, a wave or something. Go back to the bench and probably score two more goals that game. Enough about me. Let's do one, <laughs> one more question before we let you guys – oh, you got one more – well, no, I, mean, I think going back to your style here, I think maybe you do not you need a, to talk about the style. <laughs> I think you had enough skill growing up in, in high school where no one was going to tell the best player on the team that he had bad style. And then the minute you got to Indiana, they were like, let's get this kid a black cage. Let's get this out of here. It was mandatory. They were like, you have to get a black. Yeah. You your pieces in too, didn't you? 
Yeah, I got chirped for that a lot. <laughs> so he didn't even he didn't even like fully fix the style. He wears earpieces out there, which I'm not a fan of. I don't I don't wear the earpieces too. I, I won't say too much on that because a lot of the guys at Q's love their earpieces. So I'll, I'll I'll go no comment on that one. But it's not even like they really protect your ears. Yeah. They just look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what if a puck just like flies in your ear? I don't yeah, know. It would shatter that. It would shatter that. If a, if a puck, if a puck hits the plastic, yeah, it's still going to hurt. All right, if it's like wearing it's, a cup. It would still hurt if you get hit in the cup. <laughs> All right. All right. One, one more question before I let you guys go. Favorite IU hockey moment or memory? My favorite memory was doing that outdoor tournament. I remember, so little background here. My older brother played at Penn State for like the real team my little brother does now. So I had like, more equipment that said Penn State on it than anyone else on the other team and we were playing against them. I texted my brothers before I'm like, I'm like, fuck you guys, we're being Penn State today. <laughs> and it was an outdoor game. I had so much fun. It was like kind of like a like a, a mental victory for me that like I went out there, I played good against them. <laughs> and it was outside. It was like it was like a dream. I'll never forget playing in that game. Yeah. And on on top of that too, I like for that game I used one of Scotty's sticks. And so it has like the Penn State logo on it. And then it says burger on it. And so I was getting chirped. They're like, yeah, dude, uh, nice stick, man. Like they're just trying to chirp me for my stick. And I was like, dude, nice. Like it's my buddy's stick. I, I don't have one for this game. So I'm using it. Sorry, my buddy's brother plays at Penn State. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. And like they just didn't have any response. To that. Also kind of bullshit. Like they both get to do that. Like I don't get the hockey gene. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys are like 20 years from now and, and you got your, your your kids running around it's like oh yeah like they played hockey at penn state i played hockey at indiana like that's oh, exactly yeah. what i'm oh, gonna yeah. say <laughs> <laughs> you play? i'm like you play in college i'm like yeah i actually i played at indiana and then my brother will be like yeah i played at penn state and that they're not gonna know the difference oh, I don't know. and we both look like absolute heroes so <laughs> quick memory we were this was two years ago, i think like two winters ago we had like a little pond in the center part of our campus it's called the arboretum pond and it was just cold as hell one day and it froze over i i think we it was it might have been like winter break or it was something where like there was not a lot of school going on or i think class was even maybe even canceled this anyway this pond froze over and all the boys just we all met up at this pond we brought two nets out there. We had pucks. We had teams. You know, we did the thing where you just throw your stick in the middle, divide up the teams. It was like Sandlot, but hockey edition. And I mean, we just were out there. I, I swear we were out there for like three or four hours. And the best part, at least, eh, not the best, maybe one of the funniest parts of that is as we're playing, um, our rush for sorority was going down, like was happening at our, like at the sororities at, at Bloomington at this time. And so we're playing and these chicks are walking by us in big groups and they're like looking at us and like, oh my gosh, like, what are you guys doing? We're like, obviously we're playing hockey, but like everyone that was walking around, like was so fascinated that we were playing pond hockey. I think there's like a news article written about it or something. We I don't TV. know. Or we were on TV for like morning news or something like that. And it was just kind of cool. Like, I don't know. It was just a really cool experience because, you know, everyone knows pond hockey, loves playing pond hockey, but I don't know. Just the fact that we were able to do it as 20 21 year olds in college is pretty cool appreciate you coming on boys this was a lot of fun yeah, i know we've been planning it for a few weeks now so it was great to finally get it going and i'm sure we'll see each other down the road sure. <laughs> thanks for so. having us yeah thanks awesome. so much yeah for sure yeah boys hey take care
You too. too. Peace. See you, boys. See you. Once again, thanks to Bergs and Patty for coming on the show. Great to hear from some familiar faces. Obviously, they've played for with Fitz for a while now. Uh, Fitz, how do you think the boys did coming on? I think they did, they did well. They had some good stories. I think we might have missed a few, honestly. Maybe, maybe for another time down the road. It was funny to hear you know, what they thought of me when they first saw me. I put that in the the outline last night and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this, but it was, it was funny to hear what they, they thought when they first met me and everything. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to miss them a lot. They were great guys to just hang out with, you know, outside of hockey. I'm sure, you know, our paths will cross somewhere down the road or something. So we'll see. You know, we kind of wrapped up the interview with Fitz. You were asking them their favorite memories about IU and, you know, we didn't quite get to hear from you there. We'll, we'll pass the puck over to you, Fitz. Uh, what was your favorite memory playing hockey at IU? Favorite memory would easily be my parents and my older brother, Brendan. They surprised me when we played Michigan State at Michigan State and in their like D1 rink. I had no idea they were coming and all like I go out for warm ups. I'm skating around and it's not like the place is packed or anything. So I can hear, you know, the fans and I just hear my whole family just like screaming at me and screaming my name. Those were the last two games of the season we needed to win to give us a shot at making regionals, which... We didn't make it, but we ended up winning both those games. And that first game, you know, when they first surprised me, I scored, I think it was our first goal of the game. I just, you know, pointed right to them. And it was just like super cool to see, you know, the smiles on their faces and they're going nuts just because they've been, you know, supportive my whole career and everything. So I think that was, that was up there as, you know, one of the top moments. Always awesome when the, when the family's in the stands way at college and, you know, sometimes you're, you're playing at these places and I can't imagine what that would have been like going out, you know, you're playing Michigan state and you're not expecting to see your family in the stands and, and there they are. Yeah. Yeah. My dad played it up pretty good. He was like asking if there's going to be a stream of the game and he was in the parking lot the whole damn time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So that, that, that kind of wraps up this episode. Obviously the theme of this one was Indiana and, and given Fitz and the boys a, a proper send off. We're going to keep up the, the pods over the summer. We're probably going to go every other week from here on out until, you know, the season starts. I think we're, we're getting into a good rhythm here. Looking forward to the summer, getting some more, uh, maybe some former players on some bigger names on over the summer. You know, since we last talked, uh, Daniel Walcott became the second ACHA player to appear in an NHL game which was pretty awesome. We got off the ice on Monday night. I, my phone was kind of blown up from guys who were like, dude, like there's an ACHA player playing like Daniel Walcott's in the lineup tonight. I had seen that he was on the taxi squad and I didn't really think he'd get a shot to get in the lineup, but it was awesome to see him go in and just like, you know, Glick says it all the time, ACHA to the show, but like we never actually thought ACHA to the show. And, you know, the only other guy to do it was Jorge Alves. He came in as an emergency backup goalie. And so he only played like seven seconds, but to see Daniel Walcott get in there, get a regular shift, he started in the first all black starting lineup for the Tampa Bay lightning. And uh, so not only that, he was making history all over the place. And then he got into two, two fights during the game. He didn't really do so hot in them. That's why we didn't really post the highlights of him. Shout out to Daniel Walcott. He's certainly a guy we're going to try to get on the podcast over the summer. Um, so we're really looking forward to that and it should be a good off season in the ACHA. And now Murph's got to go write a few essays. <laughs> yep. We're going to pitter patter. Let's get at her. Like <laughs> my, my, my prep school coach used to say. You're going to put the uh, student in student club after right now. So we're doing Glick all day, every day. 
All right. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.